Hello everybody and welcome to the Football Chronicles. As every week, this is Sebastian Garcia and with me today, as every week, is Elga Ramirez and Neil. Uh, Justin. Justin Neil, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> sorry, Neil. That's what happens two, when you have a last name that sounds like first, a first name. Two first names. Two I first get it name. all the time. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, you, and you don't sound happy that we do this every week, Sebas. What? I don't. I don't feel your. I don't feel your excitement when you say just like every week we're doing just this like every, again. No, I, I just <laughs> hope to. I just hope to do it by myself one day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What, no. uh, what number are we on? <laughs> this is eighteen. Eighteen. We're 18 adults episodes. now. We're, hey, we're yeah, we're adults. adults. Le- yeah. Legal. Yeah, and and in you know most countries we could drink, except yeah. except this one. Except this one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's true. I don't even remember when I was eighteen. I don't remember what I was doing. But anyhow, we had a really exciting uh, week so far, like Champions League week. I don't know, every match has a really, really strong story like to tell, right? We were talking before we started this episode to prioritize which matches to talk about. And it's been extremely difficult because, you know, like some of them are extremely nice, uh, like most of them were really like fun to watch. We really had a good show, a good football. And... All of them were exciting, so with no further ado, I think we're going to start talking about Liverpool, uh, Liverpool PSG. PSG. So Liverpool won three to two against the Michael Jordan team, PSG. <laughs> <laughs> the Jordan uh, brand, PSG. Jordan, that's right. Yeah. Wait, I don't, um, I don't get that. Why? They're well, they're going to be using Jordan branded kits now. What? Yeah, Jordan. Jordan is. I'll explain. I'll explain. So Jordan is a, you know, Michael Jordan was Nike's first like headline athlete, right? You know, he was kind of the athlete that brought Nike to this huge, major global conglomerate company that it is, right? Okay. And they they got into soccer, so now they sponsor a lot of soccer teams. So you see like Chelsea and PSG, and I think it's uh, Barcelona and. Um, a lot of teams, right, they use Nike as their kit sponsor. Um, and Jordan brand is kind of an off-brand of Nike that, uh, you know, they have the Jumpman logo. And, like, they're part of Nike, but they're, like, a separate brand that... Really? I didn't they, know that. Uh, yeah, that they, they... And they've gotten into, like, colleges, so now, like, Michigan uses Jordan. So you see the Jordan logo on their jerseys and stuff. And UNC, Chapel Hill, which is where he went to school, uses Jordan and some other schools. And... So they've started doing that with some college teams. They did it with uh, the Hornets, which is the NBA team that Jordan owns. Mm-hmm. And now PSG is the first soccer team that they've officially Jordan branded it. So now they're going to have the Jumpman on their logo for everything. Is, is there going to be this next season or is it already this, this season, season? This current season. They already have the little Michael Jordan jumping in instead of the Nike logo thing. I exactly. did not notice that. Oh my God, Edgar. <laughs> that was the joke when you have to explain a joke it is not funny anymore but anyhow like, yeah it's like a, they, they did the same thing with England before not with Michael Jordan but with Umbro because Umbro is a Nike brand but right. in Europe Umbro had more presence so they were using Umbro instead of Nike and now Umbro like only sponsors like certain teams but for example they, the, the England team the national team used to be Umbro and now it's Nike exactly so, Exactly. Yeah. U- U.S. is Nike. England's Nike. Um, Brazil, I think, is Nike. Oh, yeah. And 
PSG, Jordan opened up a pop-up shop for PSG in New York City yesterday. Oh, that's so cool. So you can, you can go to the PSG, uh, the Jordan store for PSG stuff in New York City. All right. That's, so that's, going, that's fun. That, that's fun. But going back to the, to the, anyway. to the match, it was yeah. extremely exciting. I think, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, like they scored two goals to two teams. And for a, for a while they were trying to, you know, it was like this fight to score that third goal. Uh, the end, Liverpool managed to to score at the minute ninety and win the match. Uh, what do you guys? Yeah. What are you guys? What are your thoughts about this game? I I liked Liverpool. To me, Liverpool completely dominated the game. Um, I mean, especially the first half. It was all Liverpool. Um, I thought they were a much stronger team in defense, midfield, and of, of course uh, attacking. And it just really felt like PSG had no midfield, which they don't. And I think Di Maria was even playing as a like a inner midfielder, uh, like central midfielder, which is weird. I, I mean, I don't remember seeing him play. Um, I, I always remember seeing him play, you know, on the sides. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but it, you know, when the game was tied, I thought it was extremely unfair, of course. But you know, this is how this works. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but in the third goal that Bobby Firmino scored, mm -hmm. uh, Kylian Mbappe tried to nutmeg, I think, Henderson. Yes, uh, I saw this. Yep. And he missed, and he and he didn't. He failed miserably. He fell, and that's when I believe Henderson or, or the rebound got to Firmino or to someone else that passed the ball to Firmino, yep. and he scored the goal. Yep. And it yep. was... From killing Mbappe, messing up, which I, you know, if 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 you don't like stop the play and kind of see where it, where it's how it starts, it, you miss it. Um, so that was really shocking to me. I mean, minute ninety one, in your part of the field, like in your half of the court, you cannot do that. Right, playing with the ball in your own, yeah, like in, almost inside your own penalty area is what yeah. he was doing. He was trying to carry it, like I think he was like trying to nutmeg Jordan Henderson and then go the whole length of the field. Right, you know, like, I mean. Oh, I have so many things to say about this game. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, calm down, calm this down. This game. Oh, all right. So Liverpool coming off a weird game where they beat Tottenham over the weekend. Um, I will say, just to point out, that there should have been a penalty called on so on. <laughs> so the Spurs should have tied them. But We're, we're going to edit this part out. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Uh, but... During the game, it is important to note that Robert Firmino got his eye scratched, and so he was looking like, you know, he was going to come out like Cyclops, one-eyed one -eyed dude, but it didn't <laughs> seem to bother him too much because uh, Liverpool came out swinging, you know, those two early goals, Sturge, and then James Milner. Yeah, Love seeing James Milner knock <laughs> yeah. that penalty in. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, and, so. and Firmino didn't start the game. It no, was Sturridge that started. That's right, Daniel Sturridge. And yeah. he scored a goal. Looked good. Yeah. No, that was it, good to it, see him, you know, being being healthy again but Liverpool you know they looked like they were able to control the game more had like almost twice the amount of shots on goal yeah. um and I think Naby Keita too makes a big difference in that lineup um and he didn't play if I remember correctly right no not in this game not in this game no no he was played and I thought he did pretty well yeah Man yeah Wijnaldum, yeah um uh, oh, oh how can I forget this um I mean guys I don't know. I'm I'm all about moments. That uh, Mbappe mess up was you know horrible to see. But did you? I mean, do you remember when Mane uh, 
send Neymar. Wait, you need to you need to hype this up a little bit before you talk. About it. We just need we just need a minute to appreciate. Also, because you shared this video, so everyone can see it on the social channels. Check out the Football Chronicles. Yeah, so, go it, ahead. It was the best. No, I don't think I'll set it up right. You set it up because I think. Okay. You are far more excited than, than I am. I, mean, I, I am really excited. I fell on the floor laughing. You see Sadio Mane taking on, or Neymar trying to take on Sadio Mane in the in the box, you know, for PSG. Yeah. And Mane makes a move, and Neymar just falls the wrong way and just, like, completely loses his balance, and Sadio Mane makes him look silly. It was awesome. And He, he wow. went the other way. Neymar went, and yep. Mane went to attack. It was just amazing to see. I mean... He completely blew the shot, but that's besides yeah. the point. <laughs> that doesn't matter. No. Guys, why are you guys so hard on poor Neymar? Like, <laughs> well, so I guess the positive side of that is that you know he was defending, which is great. Would you call that defending, or would you call that just standing in front of the ball, trying to go for it, and then realizing I should be twenty more yards up the field? Oh, it was right? awesome. I mean, I, I have nothing against Neymar. I really, you know, I think he's a great player, but that was great to see. I've recalled uh, a little bit of poetic justice, if we're being honest. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, Mane just trashed him with that yeah. move. It was brilliant. The, and then the other side of that, I thought Mane was very active on that game. The one I, uh, I thought he did a good job, but not not where he's been was Mohamed Salah. Yeah, I agree. What, what do you think is going on there? Salah's yeah. been a little quieter this year. I think um, defenses. I mean, teams logically yeah. have right. tried to tried to shut him down, so they're putting more attention to him, which is opening up opportunities for Firmino and for Mane. Which so. is crazy to think about in a way, uh, guys, because you know the the Salah thing happened only last year. I mean, the year before that, no one. I mean, was, very few people yeah. knew who he was. Right. Yeah. But no, same thing with one year. same thing with Neymar. Neymar is like kind of like lately you don't That's see true. him as as active as he used to be. Yeah. Uh, even I mean, though, after the injury, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not like that into like. For example, he played this match, and you know, mm -hmm. he was not that active as he used to. But um, yeah, it was. I think it was a, a very good match. I mean, um, lots of like, uh, lots of good football. I think that that's a good example. Of, like you know, like it was a very more more or less like a clean game. I mean, of course, it was a penalty shot. Mm -hmm. But besides that, it was a really a really good flow of football. I think I I don't know. There was no red cards or anything crazy like that. So it, it was just fun to watch. It was too. A fun yeah, game. it was extremely fun game to watch. It, it was you know very exciting. You know, last minute win. You oh, thought yeah. Liverpool had it in the bag, then they did not. <laughs> right. And, and oh, yeah. honestly, I totally failed to understand why. How the hell did PSG pull two two? Uh, so I mean, it, it Mbappe did before the mistake, the huge mistake to right. give the ball away. He did have a pretty phenomenal goal yeah, to put them even. I mean, he yeah. played well for the majority of the game. You yeah. know, although that yeah. phenomenal game was really lucky, Justin. I know because I know. Neymar tried to go all the way into the goal. Right, he tried to dribble everyone and fails miserably. Right. And I think Van Dijk, if I remember correctly, yes, Van, um, Van Dijk. Yeah, like put, like put. Is, okay. it, is that how you say his name? Van Dyke. Yeah, Virgil Van Dyke. Yeah, yeah. yeah Virgil yeah. Van Dyke. Stop mocking me. Yeah. Uh, Virgil <laughs> Van Dyke blocks him, and then the rebound reaches Mbappe, and he, you know he he of course scores brilliantly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. I, I thought so, it was awesome. 
An yeah. excellent game. Liverpool gets three points. They're at the top of that group. We we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We saw that group and said there's two teams that are going to go out, and it's going to be those two. And I still think that's going to be the case, but I'm curious as to how PSG is going to rebound from that. Me too, and they don't have midfielders, so that is going to be even more interesting yeah. to see. But, you know, like, they invested all that money and all the all, they bought all those fancy players. It's for this thing. Yep. You know, they don't care about that French, say, like, Liga A or whatever they call it. <laughs> How many years in a row have they won that? League One? League One. They win it, like, every year. Yeah, yeah they so do. I, they, are, they are betting everything on these, so I don't know. And and Napoli is not you know I I don't I honestly don't know how good Napoli and Nap- Napoli is in that group and I don't right. know how good Napoli is doing I haven't seen them play this season yet, um, but you know just for his you know history and what we, recent history especially I don't think it's gonna be easy for them uh, no. for PSG Nap- Napoli bought new players and has a new coach and everything so and a new goalie yep new goalie <laughs> but okay well moving forward there was. Inter, in, Inter, Tottenham. Um, it was uh, also another exciting hard match. The, yeah, <laughs> the hard first half was the first half was they didn't score any goals or anything. I mean, there was like a back and forth kind of game, and then then um, Tottenham scored, and then Inter scored two more goals to win this so let me, match. Let me talk about this from. Tottenham fans point of view right okay um so I think Tottenham has gotten off to kind of a weird start and I think they're obviously affected by injury because they're missing Deli Alley and they're also missing Hugo Lloris and Hugo Lloris makes a huge difference in these it, games I hear yeah. excuses but, uh, yeah but I mean, well Valoris is the goalkeeper you know and he's like the the French no. goalkeeper uh, yes, and he's he's a World Cup winning goalkeeper for France. But I mean, and their backup goalie, Michael, I, I think they should they need to find somebody better. I think that's a glaring hole that they didn't address in the transfer window, and they're now kind of paying for it because their second goalie is not good enough. And I think uh, they they had kind of a fluky goal that Erickson you know scored, and that was nice. They got the one zero lead at that point. They should have been you know control the game. And try to run the clock out, but they did what they do a lot of time. They they didn't really know how to handle the lead. They kind of looked nervous, and I just I don't know. They weren't good enough. The fullbacks did not play well. They couldn't push the ball up the field. I think missing Alley, you know, I, I they need a player that can transition the ball up to Erickson and to Kane and to the wingers. And Harry Kane also missed some opportunities that he really should have hit. Um, and then Inter took advantage, you know, a couple quick goals, really stunned Spurs and put them in a, a tough position. In the last, like, what, five to six minutes? Yeah, they scored once in, like, the 80 some fifth, sixth minute, and then in the, yeah. in the extra yeah. time. I have to say and something, about, the, I have to say something about this match. I think, you know, Inter played as, a, as an Italian team, as they used to play, which is, like, they never give up, you know, and they play, they didn't have, like, that much... You did, I didn't see much talent, you know, and much, like, uh, strategy or anything. No, it was more like like, like, like a testosterone, you know, like force. Like, we have to make <laughs> this thing work. And, and uh, Italy, Italian teams play like this, you know, like, and they start, like, making their team 
make a lot of mistakes, you know, like, I don't know, like, they talk to the players in the match and they start, like, you know, playing them in that way. I think that's how Inter won. I think it was not anything, like, a strategy or anything. It was just, like, playing as, an, uh, like, the Italian way and with a lot of testosterone balls, I think. But besides that, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it used I, to be, huh? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, Inter used to, is, this is how they play normally, I think it's like, normally has this has been the case in many ways, you know, many yeah. matches before. Yeah, no, no, they play with no fear, I mean, they were the home team, Tottenham's gonna get them to play them again, I mean, it's one game, so I don't want to jump off, you know, jump off the ledge or anything with Tottenham, I think this is still gonna be probably the most competitive, or one of the most competitive groups, Barca looked good, to, you know, as well, um, but these three teams there's only two spots so they're gonna fight it out it, it, and, it, I mean it definitely... that, that Icardi goal that Icardi goal was amazing it was, it was amazing it, it was as painful as it was for me to see it, it was, was amazing like, oh that was a nice goal I'm watching it again just because I forgot uh, yeah that was awesome <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry Justin I mean but it made it made it more exciting too because you know Inter was not the favorite of this group at all right you know no. and now it's a contender so yeah, they but got Mauro Ricardi is such a good player. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. No, it's Nani also had a, a very strong game. Uh, he's he's awesome. I he mean is. he I mean last year we saw him um in the Champions League semifinal. Yeah. Um I mean he, he did an extraordinary job. So yeah. uh I mean this Inter the Milan Inter Milan does seem like a you know much stronger team than than what we've seen in the last several years. Yeah. Um, I so, want to well, see. Good. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I want to see I, more Lucas and Son play together. I want them both to play on the wings with with Kane in the middle, Ericsson behind them, and then they need two midfielders that can push the ball up. I I think they just haven't got that formation right. Uh, I don't know. There's a few things that and they don't have new players. No, well, yeah, it's, it's the same team la- as, as of last year, um, and I didn't remember. Um, I mean, if you guys can, you should watch the highlights. But Inter won in a set pieces, corner kick. Yep. Uh, classic. It was like you were saying, Italian, you know. Yeah. Uh, Heather's set pieces from a Uruguayan, <laughs> Matias Vecino. That's funny. I'm so surprised to see Vecino. Like, he's such a young player. Yeah. And when I see Vecino, I always feel sad because, well, not such a young player, but, you know, like, Uruguay is such a factory of good players. Yes. Yeah. And you always see the team getting new players from Uruguay. Every team getting like a new Uruguayan somewhere. Such an amazing country to make players. You know, this Vecino plays amazing, I think. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be, you know, we're definitely going to expect great things from him and from that other kid. And I have to mention him because I'm really pissed that Arsenal still doesn't put him in the starting 11. Lucas Torreira, the other midfielder. I think he was mm-hmm. playing in Italy last season. Uh, I mean, every time he comes to play for Arsenal, he's just so good. Um, and he's also pretty young. So, again, bright future, Uruguay, always, not surprising anyone. Yeah. I mean, for True. those who don't know, Uruguay, the, the the GDP of Uruguay, one of the main sources of income is football players. So just think about that for a second. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I have a country of three million people already. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. All so right. A third of Lima. Uh, <laughs> I look forward to seeing if Tottenham can rebound from this. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. That's, that's enough Justin. of this match. That's enough of this match. Sorry, uh, Justin. 
Okay. Who, who is Tottenham playing this weekend, Justin? Uh, they play Brighton and Hove Albion. So. Oh my god, if you don't win. Crisis. Uh, uh, Crisis. Well, they lost, you know, they lost to... Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Crisis. Watford, and they lost win. to Liverpool. Now they lost this game. Yeah, they need to get it together. Yeah, they gotta win, and like, 5-0 at least to make themselves feel better. That would make me yeah. feel better. I'll be <laughs> a much better boot next week when we talk if they yeah. if they win 5-0. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Let's let's talk about the one of honestly my favorite games this I mean again like you said your introduction was beautiful so it was by the way. Um thanks. But to, <laughs> to, for me <laughs> for for me one of, one of the best games I saw um this this Champions League this first um um date of the Champions League. Champions League was the Madrid Roma um in Madrid um I don't even know. I am not used to seeing a Real Madrid team play such beautiful football. Um, I, I, and maybe it's because, you know, of the unfair comparison to Barcelona and how beautiful Barcelona's played football in the last... since I remember, right? Yeah, um, I, I think but, the reason for that is because we are from that generation which right. in which we, we never... You know, we grew up with Real Madrid being that team who bought like a bunch of good players yes, and make a team out of that. Right, and we grew up with the Galacticos since the year 2000, we in which they started doing that experiment. Right. So we never, we don't remember that Real Madrid before that. And I, I think, I think this Real Madrid is the Real Madrid before the Galacticos, in which they used to like make their own players, you know, have their own way to yeah, make football. Yeah, but now they just have a bunch of good players that they bought. They just know how to play together. Yeah, but but, but but before they used to have like a star, you know, they had, they had like Ronaldo right. and Zidane and Beckham, and, yeah. they, they, right. and they have to organize these players in order to pay a certain way. Then right. they had Ronaldo, and you know, and so even Michael Owen playing this team, <laughs> you right. know? Yeah. and I don't know, like right now, uh, of course, all the players are really good, but they have a structure. You see that they can they play together yeah. more than Holy playing crap. for a player. I mean, so from from whomever didn't watch the game, honestly, just take your time and not just see the highlights, but watch the entire game. Um, it's worth it. I let me pull some stats. Uh, I Real got Mad- some stats. Yeah. Real Madrid had thirty shots. Thirty shots. Eleven shots on target. Sixty-two percent possession. Look at the passes. Ridiculous. That's 600. insane. They had 600. over six hundred passes and eighty-nine percent accuracy. That, How I mean. Wow. It was insane, and they kept coming and coming. That this game could have ended five zero, and no one would have said anything. Easy, and it's Roma. Yeah. I mean, Roma ended last last year as a Champions League semi finalist, uh, and I know they haven't been doing great this season, but still, I mean, just seriously to me, what was more impressive than anything? I mean, we've seen Real Madrid play before. We've seen Real Madrid play with Marcelo and Dani Carvajal going all the way to the end, right? To to be another. Um, to, to be another pass option, assist option for the midfielders. But this Real Madrid team plays so well, attacks so well, defends so well. It For a second there, it reminded me of France in this last World Cup. Because this Real Madrid team, team also got attacked. They also, not, not a lot, but they also got some, you know, some, some, some players, some uh, shots on goal. Um, and it just felt like, it was on purpose, almost. You know, like we are we are good enough to take this. Navas is good enough to take this. Our defense is good enough to take this. And when you come and attack us, we're gonna take the ball from you, make you think that you can 
make it all the way here, take the ball from you and score. And, you know, if you see the goals from Real Madrid, like, they were all brilliant, beautiful. I mean, the Isco free, free kick was gorgeous. I'd say even better than Messi, Messi's yesterday. Uh, yeah. I mean, Isco also, also, he missed a goal yes. that was just right there. Uh, uh, did you see the Asensio miss? Yeah. Uh, uh, like he, uh, but, but Isco, Isco, like yeah. the one that he missed, he was just right there. I think that's why he, you know, pushed himself like harder to to score this goal because I you think, know, like yeah, Isco, no, but, man. I think it's time for Isco to to. He's ready for the spotlight. Yeah. I think it's time for him to be known as one of the world's greatest I mean, players. I mean, Isco, Isco Asensio, Modric, Toni Kroos. I mean, it's... And Gareth it, Bale. It, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Don't it's, forget about but, that guy. But, but like you said, Sebas, they are not um, Galacticos, right? Like the Ronaldo no. of, you know, like the Brazilian Ronaldo or Beckham, you know, in their time. They're they, like they us. They are mortals. <laughs> yeah. Co- yeah, exactly. Come on, pedestrians as we are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> civilians. Yeah, civilians. exactly. But you know, and just seeing Tony Cross make assists, look, uh, Modric, it, it was just amazing. Uh, just honestly, incredible to watch. And then the cherry on top was seeing Mariano uh, play again for Real Madrid. I don't know if you guys know much about him, but he's, uh, I believe, Dominican parents or Dominican uh, yeah, yeah, family. Yeah, he's from Dominican family. I think he, he plays for the Dominican Republic, I think, as well. I, I think he played yeah. one game, but he's waiting to be called for Spain. Oh, he, ha- okay. he Yeah, he has not played an official game. I, I, was re- I, was, I was looking into him because I think he is the only forward that Real Madrid signed to, to take Ronaldo's spot, and he's even wearing his jersey. He's wearing seven. Um, he's wearing seven. Yes, the balls on the kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, and dude, you have to go. If you didn't watch this, you have to. When whoever is listening to the podcast, you guys have to see his goal. It was beautiful. Um, just you know, a beautiful assist and a beautiful goal. I, I don't know. Last minute, just again cherry on top. Yeah, nice. I think I have to also two things to say about this match. That are surprising to me. One that mm-hmm. is Jared Bale is kind of like back officially. Yeah. You know, yeah. or Glassman who used to be made of glass. In which he <laughs> played one match and two, and the other two he was injured. Now he we see him like playing more often, and he's playing really well. So I think that's that's a good thing because now we are seeing like a comeback from Jared Bale and he's playing amazing. Another thing that was surprising to me was to see Kaylor Navas the whole game. Yes. Yeah. You know. Good yeah. point. That because is yeah. I, I, yeah, because I, I don't know, but I thought Courtois was going to be the Champions League kind of like goalkeeper, but he's not he's not being the goalkeeper because, you know, like uh, Keylor Navas is being the goalkeeper for La Liga. So I thought, well, maybe they will give, like, I don't know, like Courtois the chance in the Champions League, but not even there because I think Keylor Navas is such a good goalkeeper that it's hard to, you know, like you have a, a safe bet with Keylor Navas. As a fan of a team that only has one good goalie, I can tell you how important it is to have two goalies you can rely on in competitions. Just gonna, yeah. just gonna throw that one. I, I love how Justin just like everything makes it about Tottenham. Yeah. Like no, no matter, but, but, no matter how. I, that wasn't, that wasn't even direct. I mean, but like, you're like, right. exactly right. I mean, think yeah, about it's right. It. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm not saying it's wrong or right. I'm just pointing out that you made it about Tottenham. Well, no. <laughs> 
Man City had the same issue last year when what's his name got That's injured. True. And I mean, like if teams don't have two goalies they can count on, I mean, they're, they're playing a ton of games through this season, you know, with the leagues and the cups and Champions League. Like to have two goalies to rely on throughout the whole year, I mean, that's, that's but undiable. but but yeah. not but not not Courtois and Navas. You cannot have two goalies like that in the same team. Yeah, I agree because, with that because they are both like top goalkeepers you know like yeah i mean courtois I mean, could be the goalkeeper of barcelona or any other yeah team easily and, you know um courtois courtois played the last two la liga games against leganes and against the athletic bilbao right uh so he's become the starting goalkeeper and i've heard rumors you know reading articles and stuff that he that uh lopetegui told the, the real madrid coach uh has said that that uh, Courtois will be the the starting goalkeeper, which is why I was shocked to see Navas as the goalkeeper today, actually, because Courtois has been the the starting goalkeeper for the last few Real Madrid games, and you know but he Navas has been is, the goalkeeper. He has been the goalkeeper for those small matches, though. Oh, I think Bilbao like is not small. Mm, but when they play like those, like at, against Atletico and, and Barcelona, I think they're gonna use Keylor Navas. Or I think they, yeah, like I don't know, but. I think they should. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think they, they, they have to. I I mean, I, I like Keylor Navas. I think he's an extraordinary goalie. And, and more importantly, he has not done anything wrong to lose his spot. Right. He has not made any mistakes. He's been... I mean, today even. He was there when he was needed. Had like one or two pretty awesome saves. Um, so, yeah. I mean, uh, how can you make a goalie like that? Not not play anymore, but but Lopetegui already did in the last two games. So we'll have to see what happens there. It's it's honestly a little bit of a telenovela. I think whomever he chooses to keep as the main goalkeeper, the, the other one is gonna leave in the in the break. Yeah, I think so. They were talking about maybe in December. Yeah, maybe that's uh, now. We'll I mean, we'll see if if they buy in on the team and they want to run to the championship they think they have a chance to win the champions league and they both can play they both get split playing time i don't know maybe this is the new model but but that's not what you want i mean for a goalkeeper a goalkeeper has to know that he's gonna play because you cannot make mistakes as a goalkeeper you have to be constantly active i mean that at least that's how i see it you, you know like a goalkeeper should be the only position in which you you do not rotate as much um and if they're going to be sharing like Liga um, games, oof, that's rough. I mean, I don't know. It, I think it just opens it up to making both of them insecure and not being there when you need them. At least that's you know how, how I see it. Yeah, I think that's right. But we will see. I mean, I mean, I, for now on, Kaylor now I think is trying to show that he deserves to be the team, and you know, like he's such a great goalkeeper. I don't know, like. I think his only problem is that he's Costa Rican. Yeah. The, you, you, <laughs> yes. It's hard to it's hard to do good marketing Agreed. when you are from Costa Rica because you know like your market is only like five million people in Costa Rica. You know like right. Besides those, I don't know who else are they gonna like. It's gonna buy like his jersey or whatever. So yeah, well, it's it's not sexy. Nope. Yeah. But anyhow, moving forward, you guys. Uh, have anything else to say about this match? 
just again that I'm so surprised by Real Madrid, like you said, Sebas. I am not used to seeing Real Madrid play this well, and they have been in the last few games. I've been actually watching them this season, uh, which you know I used to sporadically last several, several every every time, but this this time I'm actually taking time to watch their games. Um, and you know, again, very surprised and very pleased that they're playing so well. Great. All right, moving forward to other matches that happened today. Well, uh, Benfica played Bayern Munich, and Bayern Munich scored two goals today. So, not a very strong surprise they played in Portugal. Uh, another one was uh, Valencia against Juventus. They played in Valencia, and Juventus won. Uh, let's talk a little bit deeper about this match because you know we were excited to see Ronaldo playing these uh, his like ch this Champions League match for Juventus. Uh, he is the top goal scorer of the Champions League of the previous year with Real Madrid. Uh, we were we wanted to see him here, but I don't know. Like they just started. Is trying like he missed some goals opportunities at the beginning at uh, the minute 28 he lost control and he got a red card apparently he committed a fault against Murillo of Valencia and then they scored two goals uh, uh, to well, penalty they goals still won. they still right. won with 10 players but uh, on, on the penalty shot so <laughs> which yeah. is kind of like controversial I don't know how that I, happened but. I, I I saw I didn't watch that game because I was watching the Real Madrid um, Roma, um, but I did think that it was unfair that he get, he got kicked off. I, yeah, I, did, I don't think that was a legitimate penalty. No, I, I didn't think that he deserved to be kicked off. I didn't no. think that was a red card at all. No, I didn't. It was. Um, he, I mean, he you know he was mad because the they were being rough on him, and I, I just didn't think his reaction deserved, deserved a red card. Maybe a yellow card, but definitely not a red card. And, I mean, I don't know if people saw it, uh, or I don't know if you guys saw this, but but he did cry when he got the red card. Um, yeah. Because it's I his think first red card in Champions League ever, in a, more than 100 games, wow. which is remarkable. I mean, wow. I mean, he's fairly a fairly clean player. Yeah, even in La Liga, he, he <laughs> I mean, he was controversial and he did like, you know, this, he, he ain't no Sergio Ramos, right? Yeah, but but he he normally played like clean, I think. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't I don't think he was like Ramos or anything like that. But what I think is that apparently I think he said something to a referee as well. Oh, yeah. So you can't well, do that. This game is all about Pianic. <laughs> so you want to talk a little bit about him? <laughs> I just, I don't know, I feel like we, we've, I don't know, Ronaldo was Ronaldo, and he shouldn't have been sent off, but it is what it is. I just thought Piotr, you know, he looked good, played well. Well, he scored the two goals of the penalty shot. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. But besides that, what else we had today? Um, well... Uh, we have a uh, Manchester United John Boys. Do we do we need to talk about that? I don't know. You guys want to talk about that? <laughs> Man United. I, uh, I didn't watch Man. it. I don't care. I don't. Really, but oh, what I do know though is that Paul Pogba was the captain, right? Yes, he was good. He played well. He's two goals and an assist. 
that that's hmm. fascinating. I think Manchester United has been winning uh, a few games, like two to three straight games. Yeah, maybe? they've they've since they got embarrassed by Tottenham. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Seriously, bro. <laughs> well, <laughs> since that game, they haven't lost. <laughs> so I'm just saying. It's yeah. true. It's true. So all it takes is to lose to Tottenham, and then you'll win. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah. I I don't think this Manchester United team ha- has what it takes to to make it to the final. Honestly, not even to the quarterfinals, but we'll see. Mm, I think this season their focus is going to be more on winning domestically, if anything. To to stay in first division. No, stay I'm kidding. In, <laughs> stay in first division. <laughs> Uh, no, man. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That is an exaggeration. But if it becomes true, it will be hilarious. Mm, yeah. <laughs> no, they want to probably like if they can win the FA Cup or you know make a good run in, in that and finish top four. You know, I don't know. It's hard to know what expectations they should really have for this year. Yeah, it, it feels like a little weird. I mean, it didn't start great, and I don't think what you know what doesn't start great doesn't end great. So um, I don't know what's gonna happen there. One point I tried, I forgot to make in the about the last match, Sebas, was that I was expecting more of Valencia. Um, I thought they put together an interesting team, at least on paper, and we have not seen that at all. And now they are, you know, in trouble because they are third in the group, uh, minus two goals. Um, so that's not great. Um, yeah, it just seems like Juventus and Manchester United will will go for it. Yeah. It's interesting because they always do the same thing. They always invest a bunch of money in, in good players. Not mm-hmm. like, not they don't inv- they never buy like a, a strong, like referent. But they always buy good players. You know that you have seen before in other teams that you say, oh, this guy with this guy probably they're gonna do something right. exciting, and the, it never works. And it, I don't know for a long time. Valencia used to be like the third team in Spain. You know, it used to yeah. be Real Madrid, Barcelona, and Valencia. And Valencia used right. to be in every Champions League. They even made it to a final, if I'm not mistaken, like in 1999 or 2000. Mm-hmm. They make it to a final against Real Madrid, in which Real Madrid won. And yeah. But since since then, I mean, we haven't seen any Valencia, like, good performance. And and now they're back. But, yeah, you're right. I don't see, uh, it's always kind of disappointing. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 But... Uh, I've- I, Yes. Yeah. I would just say I have one more game I want to briefly mention as I wave my red, white, and blue flag for American hero Christian Pulisic, who Whoa, scored. Yay! Who, thank you. Who came in as a substitute on his 20th birthday and scored a goal to to win a game for Brush Dortmund. Ladies and gentlemen, he is no longer a teenager. He's 20 yeah. years old now. <laughs> no longer a teenager. Well, he cannot drink in the U.S. still, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's why he lives in Europe. That's the only reason yeah. he went to Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, that's the only reason, right? But, but uh, I mean, I, I've always liked him. I think he's good. I, I li- He was injured, right? I think I've already asked you this, Justin. He's been injured or something? Something happened to him? Or no? Yeah, he had an injury, he had an injury for a little while, but um, that's why he missed a couple of the games that they played um, with the U.S. national team, but he's back now. Good. He's good. He's good. He's you know scoring goals, winning games, Champions League. All right. <laughs> Our hero is back. Uh, so that made me feel better. 
And I think McKinney too. Oh, Weston. Weston had a had a little assist there in his yeah. Champions League debut. Uh, he, yeah, he did, nice. he did pretty well. So, yeah. so that's that's amazing to to see them play well. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, that's good, exciting. Good okay. things. Good things from our our US guys. Well, another match that probably we didn't talk much, but that probably, that was ex- that we didn't talk at all. But it was also important was Monaco against Atletico de Madrid um, which in which Monaco scored the first goal and then Atletico won the match I you know I didn't watch this match so I don't have much to say the only thing that I have to say about this is that Monaco is completely different from what we saw last years because they have been selling all their most famous players yeah so right now they, their squad is basically made of like youth players that they have like acquired this year Falcao is still there wow. but even Falcao wow. is saying that the team is nothing of what it used to be before because they have changed everything in the coach so Chadley's uh, there too right Chadley's there, Tillemans is there but those are the only names that I recognize Yeah. Cdb, that's pretty much it oh Cdb, yeah yeah damn, but, the team that had Mbappé um that that sucks that that just that happens to them a lot right so yeah they're so yeah i think yeah i mean they use always they were this team they i think they are one of the most successful teams in france if if Mm -hmm. if not the most successful in terms of like tournaments that they have won locally Mm -hmm. they are in the top like right there i think first or second but they were bought by these russian tycoon some years ago and this guy bought a bunch of good players and then he got a messy divorce so he didn't care about his team anymore he gave it to his daughter and his Uh-oh. daughter saw that it was a great opportunity to sell the good players while they were good which was smart in a, from a business perspective so she saw the players i remember like even james rodriguez used to play in this team yeah. they haven't been able yeah. to sell falcao because falcao got a really messy injury and yeah, he has to. He had. They had to keep him in the team. But besides Falcao, you see, all the players are not very non-players. Um, yeah. So that's basically it. Uh, one last yeah. match is probably Manchester City against Lyon. Very uh, surprising yeah. for Guardiola's team. <laughs> because yeah. who, who wasn't on the? Who was? He wasn't on the pitch because he's suspended from that last year. Yeah. Who? Oh yeah. Uh, Guardiola. He, he, was, uh, he was in yeah. the stadium, but he wasn't coaching. Right. I don't know. So, Man City has come out and obviously played very well for most of their Premier League campaign. I mean, like, one game they drew, but looked really good. Um, switching gears to the Champions League, you know, always different, but didn't expect them to lose at home to nope. Leon. Nope. I, I don't think anyone, I think no. a lot of people lost money. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you sure. see the stats of the game, it's crazy because they had, the, you know, like uh, Manchester City had way more shots to the to the to the goal, and they had way more possession, like seventy percent possession against thirty percent. Then they managed right. to lose. Yeah, so ninety percent pass accuracy and twice more passes. That is insane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they played their <laughs> brand of football. They played the way they normally play. They just yeah. couldn't score. They just they could not get the ball on the goal. Um, um, I I I just saw the highlights of this game, and this that dude Fekir, I remember we talked about this, and there's proof because there, there is uh, an episode of the podcast 
um, when we're talking about uh, transfer rumors and stuff. And he was supposed to move to Liverpool this season. Yeah, the, that's right. The guy that made the assist in this game and scored the last goal. He was supposed to move mm-hmm. to Liverpool this season, but but he didn't. I think something really iffy went on there. Um, so damn, I mean, imagine if you know if Liverpool got him this season. This, yeah. this Leon team is confusing to me because there's a there's a there's a Marcelo, but it's not Marcelo. There's a Mendy, <laughs> but it's not Mendy. <laughs> and and uh, I think there's a Dembele, but it's not Dembele. So there's all these guys <laughs> with different names that I'm like, who is that? And then Memphis Depay, who just like made his reappearance apparently out of like the 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 uh, Manchester United, right? Man United, like castoff is yeah. <laughs> well, he scored the goal against Peru. Yeah. Yeah. He scored a goal against Peru. A bunch of like figures, but they're like the Chinese version. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. No, they're not the version. Yeah, that's the Chinese version. Like a weird game, oh, you know. Man City clearly has played better but they did not win um blip in the radar you think or something to be concerned about i don't think it's anything to be concerned about i think you know yeah. things happen you can always win and yep. you know it's just the way the way the cookie crumbles i like saying that yeah still uh, still right. like man city to win a lot of games <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening to us. This is this is I think our podcast for the day. We are really thankful to have, we have increased our listeners in the past months, and we we are happy for that. Please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and uh, of course to listen our, to our podcast and subscribe. So uh, we'll 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 hopefully we'll have a next uh, an episode next week. Thank you very much for listening. See you next yep. week. Thank you. Tell your friends. Bye.